first of all, can you just tell us about the, your latest signing tonight, who he is and what he does? Yeah, we signed Lucas Browning. He's come in from the Swedish second tier, the Super Etten. Been tracking Lucas uh, for a number of months. Uh, I actually tried to bring him in in the window in July. Uh, it probably uh, took me a few months to convince him and his agent that Sligo was the next club for him and the next project. And I'm excited that we've got him over the line. He's a dynamic midfielder, really good passing range. Uh, he's big, physical boy, six or six foot. Um, you know, aggressive, wins the ball back. Um, he's ambitious, he's a really good age, he's 23 going on 24 and he sees Sligo as a, as a really good opportunity to, to play in a top league in, in Europe and, and try and bring success to the club. How many more players do you think he'll need this season? Yeah, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes at the moment. Um, we're talking to a couple of players that were with us this season. Um, Good few players have, have left as obviously the fans have seen some have gone to their clubs on, on multi-year deals the the wages are going up across the league so it's getting harder and harder to compete with the, the bigger clubs so we have to be creative and um, look outside the league and you know I've done my homework on a lot of these players and I'm uh, in touch with players and you're trying to sell the the project in Sligo and, and what we're trying to do and, and develop young players and we sold a lot in the last year a lot, three or four players have been sold to the SPL and, and League One so that is a selling point for us when we're attracting these players that you can come to Sligo and, and use Sligo as a, as a platform to go possibly to another level. Um, so I'm looking to, to bring in probably another four or five players uh, before January. Um, ideally, have them start a pre-season, but knowing the loans market and stuff, some clubs might wait till the start, first week, second week in January before you see players come in. Um, so we'll wait and see. You've confirmed two local players are leaving the club. Donegal, Shane Blaney and Sligo's Shane McHugh. Yeah, Shane Blaney's um, been offered a fabulous deal with, with Motherwell. Um, I suppose the, the European trip was a bit of a blessing and a curse. You know, it was a spotlight um, for all the players and, you know, he did really well during that campaign and I would have loved to have kept Shane. He's a, he's a real leader in our group and a, a great guy and, and I think he really enjoyed his time at Sligo and, as I said, we've given him that platform and, and he's, he's produced the goods and um, we wish him all the best. Um, he, like the same with Ed, John, Mann, Johnny Kenny. You know, we want them to do well and, and we follow their careers now. Um, in regards to, to Seamus Kyo, you know, a player who's come through the academy, went, went to Southampton. He's had a lot of setbacks over the last kind of 18 months, hasn't played a huge amount of football and had a conversation with him towards the end of the season and Seamus is one where he got injured and, you know, really wanted to try and get him in and get him game time. Um, but it's just the way football goes sometimes and I felt coming into next season, I couldn't really promise him uh, that opportunity to be playing week in, week out and, you know, I could sign Seamus and he's on the bench again, he's getting 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here. I feel for his development right now, to be fair to, to, to the kid, he needs to play. And I feel if he goes and plays 20, 30 games with, with another team next season and gets his confidence back and gets um, gets the headlines, that we can look at it again and, and, and revisit it and hopefully we, we might see him back at the showgrounds another time. In terms of the market you're looking at for attracting and finding new players, you've highlighted Scandinavia as the place, you've already brought in players, as you, as you said, from there, how are you finding that process and what has prompted you to devote so much time to looking overseas? Yeah, I've probably spent the last number of years building up a, a database and, and a network um, and targeting the, the Scandinavian region and, and the Baltic region because I feel the players, the, it's English speaking, their, their mentality is very good, um, the, the level and the leagues that they're playing in are either equal or, or superior to, to our level and again you're looking at wages there's no point tracking players and you get down to 
hours of, of watching them, talking to the player, talking to the agent, doing Zoom presentations, and then they turn around and they want three grand a week. So you, you need to know the level of, of the wage in um, the leagues that you're tracking and monitoring. And for me, the days of agents sending you clips, it still goes on, but, you know, send you the best bits, five minutes, and, you know, if it looks like uh, Messi, but ultimately he comes in and he's not. Uh, so you have to be clever and, and, and watch the, their games. You need to speak to people around their character, and I'm, I'd be big on that. I want good people coming into the building that are going to drive standards, that are ambitious, and they want to try and take the club to another level. And you gave a lot of detail tonight at the fans' forum to where you want to take this club and how you want to get there right through to the long-term vision you have for this club which is playing group stage football in a European club competition yeah I'm very ambitious and I think you have to dream big and you know you have to have a purpose and you wake up every morning of why you're doing what you're doing and for me that's got to be the goal you know we look at the Irish clubs Shamrock Rovers this year they got to the group stages of the Europa Conference League Dundalk have got the two group stages in the Europa League um, so Irish clubs now are, are, are starting to believe and that they can achieve those kind of things and you know we had the taste of it during the summer we got to the third qualifying round we created history we won four games out of six in Europe the buzz around the place the, the stadium full you know that's what you want and you want to strive towards that and you have to be working towards that and, and that's what I want for, for the this team, for the players, for the club, the staff, I want us to try and work and, and, and work towards that. Can we achieve it? It'll take time, but you have to you have to dream big. One final manager's question. When you see Stephen Bradley with his war chest at Tallis Stadium, Rory Higgins with his war chest at the Brandywell, how can Sligo Rovers and John Russell possibly keep up with that? Yeah, that's the challenge, uh, and I do love a challenge, and I don't want to just sit here and, and be thinking, yeah, look, we can't compete and just give up. You know, I believe if you've got a vision and you've got a strategy and a clear game model and how you want the team to play in the four moments and, and you train at, a, at an intensity that the players know and, and, and believe in and they're coordinated and you have that togetherness, you see it across the, the world, you know, there's been upsets uh, in major tournaments, in leagues, you know, who would have thought Leicester would win a Premier League title with all the players they had, but it can be done. And I feel with the staff that we've assembled, the players that I'm trying to bring to the club, it's going to take time, there's no doubt about it. But you see when teams and managers are given time, you mentioned Stephen Bradley, you know, they probably wanted him out of the club after two years and they stuck with him because he had a plan. They had a plan as a club and six years later they're in the group stages. So even across the water, Arteta at Arsenal, um, you know, he's into his third year now, I think, and he's flying high in the top of the league where first year or two it was a bit ropey, but he needed to get players in and, and implement his style of play. So I, I feel that I've got the, the knowledge and the skill set to, to take this club to another level and time will tell.